0: Jesus personally released angels to accompany my guest. One is an angel of provision and protection. Another helps release healing and miracles. Now money and miracles are supernaturally released in other people's lives when he speaks. Next on this edition of It's Supernatural.
1: Can ancient secrets of the supernatural be rediscovered? Do angels exist? Is there life after death? Are healing miracles real? Can you get supernatural help from another dimension? Has the future been written in advance? Mm -hmm. Sid Roth has spent 30 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid on this edition of It's Supernatural!
0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I love the rarefied air of heaven. And I love when God shows his name so strong. My guest, Kevin Basconi, spent 30 years as an abuser uh, with uh, what, alcohol, drugs?
2: Alcohol and all sorts of drugs, Sid.
0: How does someone devote 30 years of their life? In, in, in hell and instantly get set free. How could we, how, how could God do such a wonderful thing? God must be
2: more love than we can even fathom. Tell me about that day. Well, I believe it was the answer to my family's prayers. But my brother invited me to a small church. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't want to go to church. I thought Christians were all hypocrites. And uh, I remember in the church service, the pastor preaching and I thought, I can't wait to get out of here so I can go find some way to get high. And something happened as that man was speaking and God touched my heart. I found myself at the altar and when I knelt down and asked Jesus to become my Lord, I was instantaneously delivered from 30 years of drug and alcohol addiction. But then what is wild to me is so many supernatural wonderful things started happening to you. Tell me a few. Well Sid, I saw in the Bible where this man named Jesus fasted and prayed and I wanted to know if God was real because really I wasn't seeing him in the church. And I began to fast and pray and read the Bible. Wait, wait, you were set free from 30 years of addiction? this is true but I wanted to know that God was real and so I began to read the Bible and then fragrances at times would begin to come from the binding of an old King James Bible that someone gave me. I began to have visitations of angels. God spoke to me on March 13, 2001 in an audible voice and told me to begin to reach out to the lost in my city which I began to do. Tell me about the time you were directed to a hospital. Well, I was in prayer, and I began to have visions, and I would see things, and I began to correlate that when I would do the things I saw in the visions, supernatural things would happen. And I was praying. God had prospered me to a bit, and I had a, a small home. And I saw in the vision a hospital in our local city, I saw the hospital room with four women in there. So I said, well, I need to go to that hospital. And said when I did, I went into the room. The four women were there just like I saw in the vision. I had given, the Lord given me a word of knowledge. I prayed for this woman. Wait, wait, wait. It's just that. Uh, did you just go from room to room to find these women? No. I walked right to the room. It was 301, I believe. And I walked right in there and I said, hey. How did you know which room? I saw it in a That's vision. That's a big hospital. I saw it in the vision. I went in. You we saw the room. I did what I saw in the vision. The woman was healed. She received Christ as her Savior. And also the three women who were with her also received Jesus. Now, this is normal. Do you believe this is supposed to be normal for every believer? It should be normal for everyone, Sid. Everyone should. Tell me about the the time you received your calling. I was in a small church in uh, Springdale, Newfoundland, Canada, and the Lord opened up my eyes. and I began to see in the Spirit, and I saw a portal open in the church sanctuary, and I began to see angels first, and then I saw the Lord and He stepped down into the church service, and He began to look at everyone in the meeting, and He looked into the hearts of the different people there. And I remember laying on the floor and I could feel the power and the glory of Jesus. I felt God's unconditional love for us as human beings. He loves us all. And as I was watching Jesus, He walked over to me and stood over me and he spoke to me from the Bible and he says, I'm calling you And he said, I want you to go into the whole world and preach the gospel. And he said, I want you to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and I'll be with you everywhere. And then he touched my hand, and he blew upon my hand, and it felt like that warm oil rolled from my left hand down off my elbow. And then I I couldn't speak. I couldn't think. I just looked into the most beautiful eyes in the world, the eyes of Jesus. And he put my hand gently back upon my chest, and that totally transformed my life, Sid. And and there was a moment
0: when he showed you uh, some angels that were to accompany you your whole life, and he he, he showed you one at a time. Tell me about
2: that. That happened a little bit later. I was in prayer and I saw the Lord, he was motioning to me to come to him like this and I had a decision to make, either I could go to Jesus or I could continue to pray to him in my little room. And so I chose to go to the Lord and when I did, it was like I was in a a high speed elevator and I could feel myself being catapulted and my spirit, I believe, came out of my body and I went up into the realms of heaven and I came to rest in the very presence of Jesus and he was flanked by these four angels. He took his left hand and made a motion like this. He said, today I've called you here to tell you who you are. Called you to be an artist, an author and an evangelist and I'm assigning these four angels to your ministry. Now said I was a new believer, so I didn't know what to think because I didn't have a ministry and almost as quickly as the vision <laughs> or the encounter began, it was over and I found myself back in my prayer closet just weeping uncontrollably. I weep for weeks after that encounter. What was the first angel that you were introduced to? Uh, sometime later, I had a similar experience where I was taken up into the realms of heaven and the Lord assigned an angel to me and he said that this angel was assigned to release protection and provision. And it was very shortly after that that the Lord began to uh, activate me or to loose me to release this angel to help me and other people.
0: Now, just out of curiosity, uh, here you're coming from all these years of drug abuse uh, and you decide, I'd like a wife. I would like a house, but you got even more specific. Uh,
2: You're a fisherman. You wanted some bass at the house. Right. right, What happened? Actually, one of my friends and I were fishing. He says, you know, God is answering all your prayers so supernaturally. You should pray for a wife. And I said, oh, I'm not going to do that. But later that night, I was in my home, my little house, and I was praying. I thought, you know, that's a good idea. So I started praying and said, I prayed up the best wife. And to make a long story short, I wanted her to have... I wanted her to be beautiful. I wanted her to be intelligent. I wanted her to be kind. I, I wanted her, I wanted to live on a house on a lake that had bass in it so I could go fishing. I just prayed this wonderful list and then God began to bring, every for the next seven days, everywhere I went, there would be At worship services and churches, the pastor or whoever happened to be leading to me say, take the person's hand next to you. And it was always a beautiful young lady. And the Lord would speak to me and say, do you want this one to be your wife? And so finally, after seven days, I repented. I said, God, I'm sorry because I prayed a selfish prayer. I want to serve you. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, if you want to walk in the places I've preordained for you, you need to wait and let me pick the perfect wife for you. So. Sometime later, three and a half years later, I was in my home in Kansas City in my hot tub on the back deck reading a book. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He says, Kevin, where are you? I said, I'm in the hot tub. He says, where's the hot tub? I said, it's in my house. And he said, who's in the house? I said, my wife. And then he says, where's the house? I said, it's on the lake filled with bass." And so I realized that the Lord in his mercy and his perfect timing gave me everything that I had prayed for three and a half years before, but in his way. Kevin. There is such
0: a presence (laughs) of God on this set right now when we come back or as God directs. I believe when Kevin prays, God's going to answer your prayers. And even better, you're going to catch something off of this show. It's contagious. It's called the love of God.
1: Don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural!
0: One New Man, the convergence of Jews and Gentiles, the two becoming one new man in Yeshua. When Jews and Christians become one new man in Messiah Jesus, we will experience a move of God such as the world has never seen. If you want to experience an explosive outpouring of God's Spirit, God's love, God's power, then log on to www.sidroth.org to learn more about the One New Man.
1: We now return to It's Supernatural!
0: Hello, Sid Roth here with Kevin Basconi. And Kevin, that that first angel was released. And as you pray for provision, you see that angel just just move so fast on behalf of yourself, on behalf of other people. Uh, But I'm very intrigued over the miracles that are going on. Tell me about that bus driver in Malawi.
2: That was an amazing thing the Lord did. Said, uh, I was there with a, a missions team and. Uh the Lord had spoken to me before we went on that trip that he was going to do creative miracles. And so the first person I met in Malawi was a bus driver who only had one eyeball. And we began to pray for him. And over the course of six days, we watched as God began to create his eye. And we saw it. It appeared as just a seed, then a BB, and then it went to the size of a pea, then a grape, then a marble, until finally, after about six days, this man, his name was Leonard, had a full-grown eye in there. And as we prayed for him, myself and many of the people who were on this team, I could could feel the presence of the healing angel step in behind me. And we begin to see God do this creative miracle through the name of Jesus. And at the end, the most amazing thing to me was, once the man had the eyeball, he kept wanting prayer because he says, I want to see perfectly. Hmm. And, and did he see perfectly? Yes, he did. But for me, that so touched my heart because he believed the God of Heaven, Yeshua, who could create an eyeball in his empty socket, could also give him perfect vision. Mm-hmm. And what a statement! And what a what a faith he had. We need that kind of faith sometimes. Okay, you
0: had the angel provision released. Then tell me about. The second angel that obviously was moving on your behalf with the eye, uh, what was this angel's name that was released to you?
2: I just believe it's a healing angel, Sid, and at times he shows up and there's just an increase in the level of the anointing of the Holy Spirit for miracles and healings. And he can show up at any time. As a matter of fact, I sort of feel him coming right now. I feel like he's just stepped in here. So can we just move in that way? Please. I just want to pray right now. If you're, if you're listening, you can hear my voice. If you're listening to the program, I'm sensing that God's going to begin to touch people right now, um, people with... Um, chronic migraine headaches, arthritis in the hands and knees. The Holy Spirit speaking to me is going to begin to strengthen the feeble knees and hands in Jesus' name. And for someone, uh, there's a deaf left ear that's going to pop open right now in the name of Jesus. Someone just said, uh, what about my cancer? The Lord says that cancer is going to be uh, loosed right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just ask you to release your healing anointing right now. Wherever you are, just put your hand on the part of the body where you need a touch from Jesus. And let's believe God to do it. Lord, release that healing power now in Jesus' name. Someone just had a, a tumor dissolved from an ovary. You've been to the doctor. You're scheduled for surgery. That tumor's gone. As a matter of fact, several people are being healed of tumors on your body, particularly tumors in the chest area, in the abdomen area. Someone has tumors on your legs. Those tumors are going in Jesus' name. Uh, what about,
0: this is hard for me to comprehend, but we've researched you, Seventy. 70- Two blind people in Africa got their sight back?
2: That was just in about a 10-day period.
0: (laughs) Wait, come on. Just, this is normal? Don't
2: you two want to be normal? 72? That's a lot of blind people. And we're not talking partially blind. See, we're talking totally blind. Okay? But, um, yeah. How, How do you pray for a blind person? Well, led by the Holy Spirit, but again, just taking authority of the spirit of blindness and command to come out. But it's a process sometimes. We were in a, a village and there was uh, eight people on my team. I felt the presence of the healing angel step in behind us. And we went and told them to bring all of the blind people in the village. And there were 42,000 people. Actually, it was a, a, a refugee camp. They came in and they stood in lines and we saw 40 blind people healed in about 45 minutes. And it didn't matter who prayed. And it wasn't a long prayer, Sid. It was just 10 or 15 seconds. And boom, the blind eyes would open, and the next would come up, and boom. In Jesus' name, the blind eyes would open. And there was a Muslim man beside me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. He says, look to your right. I see the Muslim man. The Lord says, this next woman in line is his neighbor. When you pray for her, she will be healed. You're to turn to him and tell him he is also blind in one eye, and when you pray for him in the name of Jesus, he'll be healed. That happened. The woman was healed. I looked at him. I said, you're blind in one eye. You're a Muslim. Jesus says, if you allow me to pray for her, he'll heal you too. He was healed. He went home, told his family about Jesus. His whole family accepted Yeshua, and it's just normal stuff. But again, we're learning to work in symphony with the Holy Spirit. Now, how are you with dead people? Have you ever prayed for a dead person that came back to life? I have prayed for the dead person, but I've not seen anyone raised from the dead that I've personally laid hands on. But we have had a young child raised in one of our gospel outreach meetings in Kasesa, Tanzania, February 19, 2007. A child was raised from the dead in one of our outreaches. Is this going to be happening more frequently with you and with others it's going to be happening with everybody well, what do you see happening on
0: planet earth right now there 's a shaking going on absolutely it really
2: is God is stirring up a remnant of people, and God is going to begin to allow ordinary people to step into the supernatural nature of yeshua 's kingdom and we 're going to begin to step out with power and boldness to proclaim the truth. Of the gospel and God is going to confirm our words with the miracle signs and what was right now said I just see in Iran and Iraq and in some other nations in the Middle East even in Israel said I see that God is going to begin to visit people in their dreams and some people who are leaders in the Muslim Mosque, you're going to have visitations of Jesus. He's going to step into your living room and you're going to know that Yeshua is Lord and God is going to begin to use those people in these same types of miracles and healings. It's going to happen. It has to happen. I
0: can't wait for all believers.
2: You you know, in the first
0: congregation, the least believer moved like Kevin. And he's a role model of how God wants you to move. When we come back, I want to find out about when Kevin went to heaven and saw all sorts of mantles from people that had died and gone to heaven that were waiting for people and body parts in the body parts room. Don't go away. We'll be
1: right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural!
3: Jesus appeared to Kevin Bosconi and told him, I am assigning angels to co-labor with you in your ministry. Since then, wherever Kevin goes, blind eyes and deaf ears are opened. Large tumors instantly disappear. Body parts grow and even the dead are raised. Kevin wants to mentor you so that miracles are a normal part of your life. Call now and receive two powerfully anointed audio CD teachings by Kevin Bosconi, God's Instructions for the Miraculous and How to Work with God's Angels, yours for a donation of Twenty-two dollars. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9079. Through these two audio CD teachings, you will receive a supernatural impartation to walk in the miraculous, begin to operate in discerning of spirits, be given keys to activate angelic encounters, learn how to cooperate with the angels of divine protection, supernatural provision and healing and miracles, experience a deeper intimacy with God, and so much more. Both CDs include a special prayer of impartation so you can walk under the same supernatural anointing and mantle Kevin has received. Don't miss out on getting these two powerfully anointed audio CD teachings by Kevin Bosconi: God's Instructions for the Miraculous, and How to Work with God's Angels. For a donation of $22, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9079. Call or you can write to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia, 31521. Please specify offer number 9079 or log on to
1: SidRoth.org. We now return to It's Supernatural!
0: Hello, Sid Roth here with Kevin Vasconi, and I don't know about you, Kevin, uh, so I don't know how much experience you have with television, but I am enjoying talking with you <laughs> because there's such a nice, sweet presence of God on this set. Uh, now you
2: prophesy. Tell me about the time you prophesied over a man that he was going to get an invention. I was just ministering in a conference and the Lord stopped me and actually an angel stepped in and began to speak into my left ear. And I simply said, I need to do what the Holy Spirit is showing me. As a matter of fact, some of the people who are watching this show, you can take this prophetic word for yourself because it's still active. And the Lord showed me that God was going to give someone creative ability with Internet and web pages. Now, I not So, know, so you were specific. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. And I said, someone here is going to, uh, someone listening is going to receive supernatural knowledge of how to create web pages and IT business. And later, a man who I know, uh, God supernaturally visited him and helped him to write code for web pages. They were extremely successful and began to make $30,000 a month up to $90,000 almost mm. immediately. Well, Uh, There was a point where you had a need, not for yourself,
0: but for an orphanage that you have.
2: Yes, Sid. I I had uh, been really sad because our orphanage collapsed. And Mm. I was crying out to God, and the Lord says, release your angel of provision. And I'm like, duh, yeah. <laughs> so I prayed and I released this angel's name under the authority of the Holy Spirit. And uh, within 72 hours, we had miracles happen. But the same time that I prayed, this other gentleman who was in another nation, by the way, had a visitation of the Lord. The Lord spoke to him specifically to begin to help our orphans and our ministry. And within, uh, he called me within a few hours and, and wired us $10,000, which enabled me to go to Tanzania to rescue. You 27 children. I went 27,000 miles to preach to 27 children, and it was the most powerful time I've ever been in, with the presence and tangible love of Jesus there. So, at, let me get this straight: at the
0: time you're praying to God, the Lord Himself goes to this
2: man and instructs him to send you 10,000. Did he know what he was sending it for? He was actually driving in a car, and he had a vision. Hmm. And he saw my face, and he saw the children in our orphanage, and the Lord spoke to him to help us.
0: Had he ever the seen the children in the orphanage? Had, did he know you had an orphanage? Yes, he knew us. He knew us. That, that is phenomenal. Uh, but I'll tell you something else that intrigues me immensely, and a lot of you are watching right now. Uh, you are going to be intrigued immensely. Uh, you were taken to heaven, and you saw
2: like vaults. I, I, explain that to me. Said, I had, uh, Paul said that whether in body or out of body, I don't know. But I, I had an experience where I was taken up into the realms of heaven. This was common in the first two years that I was walking with Jesus. And I was fellowshipping with Jesus, and he pointed off to his right, and he showed me what I can only describe as a bank vault. And there were two strong angels there, which seemed to be overseeing this vault. And I walked in, and it was massive. There were very, very big, 50, 60 feet tall, and hundreds of yards long. And it was like a medical, a sterile environment. And as I walked through there, there were... Thousands of organs, eyeballs, fingers, toes, pancreases, livers, all these different organs were in there. And I just had revelation as I walked down this corridor with these angels that these are spare body parts which God wants to release to those people on earth who need these things. It should be normal for us to be able to access the realms of heaven and loose these things upon earth. It was shortly after that that the man grew the eyeball. How common
0: will this become? That these body parts where angels will transport them to people Uh, someone without an arm the arm coming on Uh, someone uh, that without even I've seen people on television where their face is blown off and they put a a, like a mask on
2: Uh, I, I can see God restoring faces I believe that's going to happen. I believe God can do anything he wants to. And I believe it's going to be common, not just with chosen vessels. Sid, I'm talking about children in the third world. I'm talking about women in Iraq and Iran. I'm talking about normal people from every walk of life will be anointed by Jesus to do these types of creative miracles. And then tell me about,
0: you saw this other area that had uh, mantles, if you will, the, the presence of God to accomplish specific things. Uh, tell me about that.
2: This was another occasion when I was fellowshipping with Jesus in the realms of heaven the Lord pointed another room and I walked into again what looked like a bank vault and this time there were angels there which were overseeing this area and as I walked into the vault I saw it was lined with beautiful boxes and as I I began to walk down through there I was wondering what in the world is in these boxes because I knew it was very valuable in God's kingdom and I couldn't understand at first but then I began to see names on the boxes and after about a half an hour I saw a few names that I recognized, names like Mariah Woodworth-Eder, or Smith Wigglesworth, or John Wimber. And I thought, what in the world are these? And so I had the revelation, I could take any box I want, and I was attracted to a box. So when I picked this box up, I felt the power of God surge through my hands and into my body. And I looked, and there was a tag on it that said, the mantle of Stephen. Those angels took this garment off, put it upon me, and then I returned to where the Lord was. The Lord looked at me, and He beamed and smiled, and says, you've chosen well.
0: Any idea how this mantle is going to affect your
2: ministry? Because he was a man that moved in strong signs and wonders. I believe Stephen had a mantle for creative miracles. I believe God, Yeshua, Jesus, is releasing this mantle to whosoever will.
0: So you could pray right now for people that
2: are watching? I believe that we can pray impartation, yes. Do that right now. Okay. Lord, today in the name of Jesus, I pray for those folks who are watching this today that the anointing of the Holy Spirit for creative miracles will begin to come upon people. I ask you, Lord, to release the mantle of Stephen to the people today. And I just feel like for some of you, you just need to search your heart and you're saying, God would never use me like that. Yes, he will. God will use you like that. There's a young man, you're 17 years old, you're watching this, you're involved with marijuana and other drugs, God can use you like this. I see God anointing young men, young women, even adolescents, six, seven, eight-year-old children with this type of mantle for creative miracles. Step out in faith and begin to pray in the name of Jesus, and you'll begin to see blind eyes open, deaf ears open, tumors dissolve, and God do wonderful things. As you stretch forth your hand in the name of Yeshua, He will heal as you pray, and I believe that with all my
0: heart. And and you 17-year-old that's involved in drugs, do you see what God is offering you? Do you see what the Creator of the universe is offering you? Why would you fool with the toys of this earth that only destroy and kill and, and injure when you could come to know the King of love, Yeshua, the Messiah, and talk about mantles, How would you like to have a mantle called the mantle of righteousness? When God looks at you, he sees his son Jesus. You can't get any more righteous than that. Turn from your sins. Ask God to forgive you because of the blood of Jesus. Make Jesus your Lord and become a student of the Word. Start meditating on it. That means speaking it out loud mumbling it, muttering it, and watch what God's going to do with you. Oh, I feel such love for God pouring into you right now, not just the 17-year-old, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved you.
3: Jesus appeared to Kevin Bosconi and told him, I am assigning angels to co-labor with you in your ministry. Since then, wherever Kevin goes, blind eyes and deaf ears are opened. Large tumors instantly disappear. Body parts grow and even the dead are raised. Kevin wants to mentor you so that miracles are a normal part of your life. Call now and receive two powerfully anointed audio CD teachings by Kevin Bosconi, God's Instructions for the Miraculous and How to Work with God's Angels, yours for a donation of Twenty-two dollars. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9079. Through these two audio CD teachings, you will receive a supernatural impartation to walk in the miraculous. Begin to operate in discerning of spirits. Be given keys to activate angelic encounters. Learn how to cooperate with the angels of divine protection, supernatural provision and healing and miracles. Experience a deeper intimacy with God and so much more. Both CDs include a special prayer of impartation so you can walk under the same supernatural anointing and mantle Kevin has received. Don't miss out on getting these two powerfully anointed audio CD teachings by Kevin Bosconi: God's Instructions for the Miraculous, and How to Work with God's Angels. For a donation of $22, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9079. Call or you can write to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia, 31521. Please specify offer number 9079 or log on to SidRoth.org.
0: Next week on It's Supernatural. When my guest plays spontaneous songs, people are healed on earth. I call her the Stress Buster Psalmist.